0: Now back to Willard and Dibbs. Take it away, Mark. Welcome back, Chef. Better off without you. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. Go back to that rah-rah roll that you had last week. Just pirouetting over there on the bench. Dibbs, love you, babe. Partying and carrying on the way that you did. That seemed to be working. Yeah. And they messed it up and they gave him a uniform. And look at him now. Eight for 20. 0-1. Minus 12. Useless. (laughs) Useless. <laughs> oh, he sticks. <shakes. laughs> um, I will be watching intensely tomorrow. We all will. When the Warriors take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I
0: can't wait. Thunder. He's
1: He's back, by the way. He's back. And they have won two in a row. They're both against Utah. Shay. Uh,
0: Shay. Yeah. Right.
1: Shay. Shay, um, Shay to
0: the LO. Shay, Shay, <laughs> Shay,
1: <laughs> Shay Fur Jacket. Is uh going to be uh in that game tomorrow against the Warriors, and you will hear it right here on 957 the game. So glad you're with us, okay? Twitch, YouTube, let's roll uh radio odyssey app where you can be building up opportunities to win Warriors tickets, uh, Xfinity Mobile Text Line, all of the ways to get in touch and 888 957 9570 all kinds of Warrior stuff and Western conference stuff to get due. But uh, but can we can we take a few on the QB situation out and about in the NFL, starting with, not Derek Carr. No. More on that in a second. No, no, no. Starting with this lazy little thing that I bet you went into the weekend and forgot about. Lazy little thing called love. You forgot that Brock Purdy was going to Arizona for a little meet and greet with people in the healthcare community. Dr. Meister. To decide whether or not the inflammation sensation that's a buck had gone down enough so that on Wednesday of this week Brock Purdy could have surgery and we could get the answer is it repair or reconstruction and then once we have that answer on you go into free agency to decide what to do about the quarterback room we have this announcement to make it's big I have never been more excited in my life To tell anyone that another human being is about to have surgery. Ladies and gentlemen, Brock Purdy will have surgery on Wednesday. And the clock starts now. The countdown to QB1. Don't call him BP. That's a gas station. Brock Purdy, QB1. The clock will begin. Perhaps. On Wednesday. Perhaps. If well, he has Tommy no, it's John, still, then... No, it's that, that still starts well, it's a clock. It's just a longer clock.
0: Yeah, I suppose. But if he has Tommy John, his days at QB1 could be over because Trey oh, Lance well, could lead year. you to a 15-2 and two record in the Super Bowl and then uh, back to being irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant. And it's something that many QB and NFL pundits have discussed in terms of Trey Lance. Let's say Brock Purdy has the internal brace repair and it's six months and he's out until mid September because it takes time to, to ramp up and Trey Lance leads you through preseason and Trey Lance starts week one and Trey Lance starts week two and he looks good and you're two and zero with a couple of victories and then maybe Brock Purdy at that point is ready and is available there will be a decision to be made and that's going to be something that will be hanging over this team From Wednesday, the surgery, all the way up until the time that Brock Purdy is ready. How has Trey Lance looked? What other QB options do you have? I don't think it's as easy as, okay, Brock, here's your job now. It should be, but if Trey Lance balls out and he looks great and you're winning football games... Might be tough to move off him that quickly.
1: um, I don't think we get credit for the multitaskers that we are sometimes in uh, in this job uh, because uh, it sounds like it's just two people sitting here having a conversation. Um, did you just like render an amazing take and blow your nose at the same time? It was
0: more of a wipe, yeah, wasn't a full-on blow. Yeah. Are
1: you you're, you're feeling okay? I feel great, you're not, yeah. You don't have COVID, do you? No, okay. no, no, no. All and right. actually... uh Just checking in on you.
0: You know me, I'm a huge believer and a fan of mask wearing. I wear my yeah. mask almost everywhere. Refereed nine games, had it on the entire time. But uh, occasionally... Does that not... Do you not get winded? No. That feel, really Not a lot of running... I'm doing fourth and fifth grade games, so mostly jogging. That? I know. Go well, well, back and forth. Yeah. That's yeah. exercise when you're doing it for eight hours. Uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> the biggest drawback, honestly, yeah. halitosis. Yeah. Dealing with my own breath. I think that's the bigger that issue. That was actually the underbelly. Be than that, Coach. The
1: underbelly of the pandemic was people all got to find out if they were the person with bad breath. Like you always think everybody else has bad breath. Oh, yeah. The pandemic taught us no. You have that, no rep. doubt, and now you get to experience that.
0: Yeah, and it's, the, it's the, tough. The upside, tough the for a upside of, of wearing a mask, though, for me as a referee is oh. I don't have to worry about like because I I talk to myself a lot, and if people can lip read, <laughs> you do, if, yeah. No it's like especially when what do you say well when parents are like oh there's a travel if i I
1: have a mask on it's like shut up okay but you're muttering to yourself you're not talking to you okay that's different well
0: yeah and now with the mask on i can be a little bit more overt it's like i see you in the second row why don't you have a referee oh i know why you're gutless I dropped a couple of stiny gutlesses on people. Yeah, but they can't hear you. Nor can they read my lips right, because gutless. I have a mask on. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Well, you were to we tell me of? that's a travel. You should ref. Oh, you won't. You're gutless. Yeah.
1: Gutless. Exactly. So, so here's the thing, though, with uh, the my repair, favorite. the reconstruction. Right. Right. What do you make of this? Because I wiped my nose during the second about a buddy, minute and a half. Here. Buddy Mike Silver said, if. If the surgeons were to go in there, and if it was Tommy John, he would expect the 49ers to lob a call to Tom Brady.
0: What do you make of that? I think that it's uh, clickbait, but it's also accurate reporting. So two things can be equally true, Ralph Barbieri, rest in peace. Uh, I think that as a reporter, you say that. Can the truth be clickbait? Absolutely. It can? Yeah. I mean, if, if you... That's just if, interesting. It's not click bait. Like, bait means like, oh, I'm going to make you think something's cool here, and it's not actually cool. You go fishing, right? And I do. You, you bait the hook, right? and sometimes you catch a fish with that bait. Right. So the bait is effective... You're not just baiting the hook because, oh, maybe a fish might be attracted. No, it would be effective. effective. No, it would be effective for the fish
1: because the fish is the one that's falling for the bait. It would be effective for the fish if actual food was there that would then fall off the hook and they would eat it and get a meal out of it. But I'm sticking power bait on there, which is actually yellow and green clay. Oh, gross. That, that fish does not want, but it thinks it wants. Oh, man. And he ends up in a net. You're out there duping fish. Yeah, absolutely. You fish duping
0: <laughs> SOB. Yeah. That's what we do. We put them back. Yeah, nice. Catch and release. Of course you do. Of course
1: you do. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I think that it could be two things equally true here because any story about Tom Brady, they're going to lob a call to Tom Brady. Okay, of course they are. And, you know, you're going to click on that. But the very idea of it, I think, makes some sense. If Brock Purdy is out, if he needs Tommy John and he's out for this entire football season, why wouldn't you call Tom Brady? It's his childhood team. He huh. reportedly always wanted to be a 49er. We saw him at Candlestick in his Joe Montana outfit.
1: Okay, I'll tell you why you wouldn't call Tom Brady, however. He's call him. Hold that thought for a second. What about this? Because there are now also, and I'm not going to give you each name, but multiple reports, and these are from credible, respected NFL sources. According to I sources. Know, I know you don't like that, but okay. Credible NFL people. The names have been... Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Jacoby Brissett. These are, while not like, oh my gosh, the sexiest names. They are when you're talking about backups. These are these are names. These are names we know. These are former starting quarterbacks, high draftees, number one overall in some cases. These are these are big. Big-time names that the 49ers are poking around, checking on right now as free agency begins next week. How does
0: that grab you? It grabs me as a more likely route that the team will take. Now, if I want to go through all those names, I would imagine that each and every one of those players would rather be in a situation where they get more of a guarantee of playing time. And this is where Wednesday becomes so important, in my opinion, because if he is out for the year, if Brock Purdy needs Tommy John surgery, which most indications are that he will not need to go that route and that Brock Purdy will be available in six months, if I'm Matt Ryan and I want one last go-round as an actual quarterback who gets to play actual football, I'm not coming to San Francisco where Brock will be back in September And you use three first-round picks to get Trey Lance. Am I going to come in here and fight to be a two? No. But if he's out with Tommy John and I can come in here and maybe be the starter or maybe compete with Trey Lance for QB1, that's a whole different story to me.
1: I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, we, we, we talked for a couple of weeks about the size of the name that the 49ers would pursue if there was something wrong with Brock Purdy. And yes, Wednesday's surgery will now potentially determine the choices that the 49ers make. And I'm also not going to get too excited about this because right now it's just rumors. And I have no idea if this is actually what the 49ers are thinking and, and or if this is where they're poking around. However, if there's truth behind this and these are the names they're thinking about, I, I, I'm sorry here comes the anger. You can get all mad all you want. You can pin this on me if you want. Go ahead and do it. But here's the fact of the matter in my mind. It is yet another clue that the 49ers are not thrilled with Trey Lance. They are going if if any of this is true, you're telling me on Wednesday they go in there into Brock Purdy's elbows, like, oh my gosh, this is reconstruction and you start shopping for former number one overall picks who were starters in this league at the beginning of this particular year. Like, this is absolutely sending a message. Like, you would not go call those people if you thought Trey Lance was going to be your starter. Which, if Brock Purdy's out, isn't that the way this is supposed to go? Absolutely. That's the way it's supposed to go. So why would Baker Mayfield or Matt Ryan sign with the 49ers if they thought, okay, Brock's out, but now I just got to go wait again behind a young, hot shot, up-and-comer, number three overall pick, three first-round picks, trade this guy? Why would I go do that? Unless I'm being told, yo, boy, you probably going to start, actually. Yeah,
0: you you at least have a good chance to come in and start or compete. Or they're out there telling these other quarterbacks, Andy, Uh, Matt, Jacoby, let's be honest. You watch football. Our quarterbacks get hurt. It's what happens. And you can blame us or you can blame the players. You can blame the training staff. You can blame everybody. The unmitigated fact of the matter is quarterbacks who play for the 49ers, they get hurt. So you may not be the starter in week one, but odds are you'll be the starter in some week because... You know, it's what happens to our QBs here in San Francisco, uh, Santa Clara.
1: Yeah, but the, the players aren't going to buy into that. You know, that, that's a bunch of sports talk radio stuff that we do. Those are facts. Yeah, I know they are. I know Thank they you. are. I know they are. But they're not, mm. they're not. This, it's like investing, right? Like, is what happened in the past indicative of what's going to happen in the future? No idea no idea. Matt Ryan is not going to be like, you know what, I've got options. Uh, Baker right. Mayfield, there are people who think maybe I want to start, but I'm going to go to San Francisco because people always get hurt. Like, no player's going to
0: think well, about it that Well, if you don't way. have options, and that's where I think this conversation goes, because if Brock Purdy is able to come back in September, and the team still feels that Trey Lance can be a quarterback on this team, and I do believe that they feel that. Maybe they don't feel confident he can be their starter if Brock is out, if you're going to be one of these veteran guys who actually has started a bunch of games in the league, then you're not coming to San Francisco to try to be just a quarterback. You're going to be looking more at you know, guys who are further down the pecking order in quarterback land. By the way, with all the Baker
1: Mayfield rumors, can I just weigh in with this real quick? I'm out. I'm out on this idea. I'm out too. And it's not because I don't think there's some talent in the arm and even in the legs as well. Do I think in in some other alternate universe, could Baker Mayfield actually be... Could he make some interesting music with Kyle Shanahan? I actually believe the answer might be yes there. But I'm not bringing him into this situation. I'm not bringing him into this locker room. And I'm not bringing him into this quarterback room where so much has at least emotionally been invested into both Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. When I thought of this idea, when I saw this report over the weekend about Baker Mayfield to the 49ers, one of the names that oddly popped into my head was Colin Kaepernick. And here's why. I think all of us know what was going on behind the scenes with why teams wouldn't sign Colin Kaepernick, okay? There's all kinds of racial injustice and fear that are based in that story. However, what did you hear teams say? as to why they didn't want to do this. Distractions. Thank you. They do not want Colin to come in and be like, well, you're gonna either be our backup, you might be our insurance policy, maybe you'll compete for a gig, but we'll bring you in and take a look. But all the while knowing that if they did that, Fox News and Sean Hannity were gonna show up at your clubhouse. Nobody wants that. You don't want QB two or three to be a loud story.
0: Even QB one. I mean, and that's ultimately, well, if you, you don't want to have win. You do it. Well, not if you were afraid that he was going to take a knee and, you know, you were afraid of whatever backlash from your fan base that maybe doesn't align with, you know, actual social justice causes, That's that was a huge part of it as well. It's Obviously, not only the distraction, yeah. but why he was going to be a, quote, distraction. I don't
1: want reporters to be dying to get to the locker of QB3. And the fact of the matter is, Baker Mayfield fits that mold. Everybody would want to go. They'd want to get a quote. They'd want to find out, have you been humbled? Is this okay with you? Do you think you want to start? To a much lesser extent. Right, but look what the 49ers, this is who Brock Purdy was at the beginning of the year. Quiet, little, assuming whatever, Iowa State, put him in the corner, nobody wants to talk to him. Look at the other QBs they've brought in for that role in the last couple of years. Nate Sudfeld, Kurt Benkert. Josh Johnson, like nobody wants to go chat with Kurt Benkert. However, if Baker shows up, oh my gosh, come on, podcast, let's go, let's get in there. I mean, you don't want that. Why would the 49ers want that?
0: They probably wouldn't, but to me, it's even simpler than that. And the reason that I don't want Baker Mayfield is he's not good enough at what you need him to do. He turns the ball over. Far too often for my liking, and by my liking, I mean Kyle Shanahan's liking. If you look at his interception numbers, they're far too high. For his career, he's turned it over 64 times in 69 starts. That's too much. You have an offense where it's predicated on... Get the ball to your good players and let them make good plays. I guess that's Baker Mayfield int- is too reckless with the ball.
1: That's interesting though, because you're talking. That's been Baker Mayfield, the starter. Baker Mayfield, the number one overall pick. Like Baker Mayfield's a very high level talent. If you're asking him to come in and be two or three like that, who's right? Who's better? Who's available this year? Where you're like, that's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield, and we're going to bring him in to be QB three. I don't. I don't know if that exists. So for well, me,
0: Baker's not taking a job as QB three.
1: He may not have a choice. He has.
0: I think he's well, gonna have and, an opportunity. And, and the
1: other thought is, this is if something goes uh, the way it's not supposed to go on Wednesday with Brock. So would you come right, in and right. be QB two? I'd argue same thing if the number was two.
0: That's a pretty talented guy to be your backup. Yeah, he's pretty talented to be the backup, especially right? when you compare him to other quarterbacks out there who are backup quarterbacks. If he is truly your two, if Brock's out for the year and Baker Mayfield is your backup quarterback, put the distractions aside, he would be one of the better backups in football. Yeah, No doubt. Yeah,
2: Kyle, what do you got? So you bring up like Kurt Bankard and Nate Sudfeld. That QB3 kind of role changed to me when the 49ers lost the NFC Championship game the way that they did. So I think they're going to look at a maybe higher level quarterback than we would have seen them go after in the past just because Trey has not been able to stay healthy. Brock is TBD. And now they're kind of in a spot where, yeah, you know what? Nate Sudfeld's probably not going to cut it for the role that they may need this guy. And I'm of the mind that Baker Mayfield, as talented as he is in this offense, could win a Super Bowl.
1: That's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. I mean, my thought always with that is if the 49ers have reached the point where they're like, look, we need seven quarterbacks because we just cannot let this thing fall away because uh, running out of quarterbacks. Maybe they do feel that way. My question always immediately then goes to the QB. Do you want to come? Like if you're, these are names, you want to come be QB3? If Brock gets the surgery and it goes well, and the thought is you're probably going to be ready for week one. But even if like something in the rehab is wonky and you miss, I don't know, three or four games, maybe you need an extra month. You as a, as a named QB want to join that room with Brock in theory, coming back, the, the presence of someone like Trey Lance. Right. You want to join this? I don't think so. The only way I would say yes is if the 49ers are in the back back room talking to agents, they're like, look, we're, we're actually not, we don't want to play Trey. Exactly. We don't wanna, like that's the only way I would do that's it.
0: That's what makes this all so compelling this week because Wednesday, the surgery, and it will be a successful surgery, knock on wood. Hopefully it's the internal brace and he's out six months. At that point. The team will let us know how they feel about Trey Lance because there's names out there like Chase Daniel, 36-year-old clipboard-holding champion of the world. He is a perfect guy to come in. Hey, come be our QB3, and you know what? In two years, you might be on our coaching staff because you're that kind of guy. You're cut from that sort of cloth. You've got Nate Sudfeld, Nathan Peterman, Uh, John Wolford. These are guys who you can say, hey, we know it, and you know it. You're QB3. Come on in. Hold the clipboard. You can hold it with the left hand. You can hold it with the right hand. The other names you were mentioning, guys like even Teddy Bridgewater, he doesn't want to be a QB3 just yet. But if the Niners are locked in on Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz and, like, real QB one and a half types that tells you all you need to know yeah. about how they feel about Trey Lance I forgot about Wentz yeah he's sitting out there too and how about Joe Flacco as a QB three Oh, I mean, how old is Joe 38 yeah I yeah I mean, have him come in, and again, nah. maybe he's a guy who becomes a a coach in waiting. I like somebody who can move a little bit. I mean,
1: I you know that's not Super Matt Bowl Ryan champ. either, but but yeah. he's <laughs> got
2: that championship pedigree. <laughs> Thanks
1: for reminding
2: us. Yeah, Kyle, what's up? Got a got a little bit of interesting news here from Matt Barrows. So you mentioned that Mike Silver reported in the San Francisco Chronicle that Brock Purdy's surgery is yes. scheduled for Wednesday. Matt Barrows is now saying, "I'm told the surgery is scheduled for Friday." So perhaps right, oh. and so that's that's where it's kind of interesting. Was it Wednesday? And then he met with doctors, and they went, "Oh, actually, you know what? Friday." I mean, it's forty-eight hours going to change yeah, just, this story what not,
1: now. That's you know what I mean, yeah, like weird. Uh, yeah, that is weird. Oh, so we've got 40 ers for later in the week. We've got forty-nineer beat showdown controversy. Interesting. Get Silver and Barrows on the air at the
0: same time. Let's let them fight it out ben albright can yeah. uh, moderate oh. let me get my surgeon <laughs> on the phone uh Listen, albright the comes great on. dr michael krinsky <laughs> because I, I think a lot of times surgeons prefer to do surgery on mondays and fridays maybe uh, it's that yes yeah, maybe, the maybe. Hospital. <laughs> it's actually probably a <laughs> surgery center you don't usually do surgery uh, right. emergency surgery at hospitals i shout out uh, the surgery center on telegraph i've been mm. cut on there many times uh. but uh Doc Krinsky, if you're out there, why Friday? Why, why Friday? you always cut me on Friday?
1: Well, you know, there's good TV on on the weekend. Just <laughs> yes, so. so, like, if you're just gonna lay there and do nothing, you know, have a, a, gol- a good point. Have a golf tournament on, right? What a tournament yesterday. I tried to, uh, I tried to get the uh, the old uh, snippity dah like uh, right during the Masters. I tried, and they del- they did the same thing they just did to Purdy. They called like three days in advance that they go, "Oh my gosh, it's scheduling issue. We're gonna have to push it back a week or oh. two." I'm like, I've been planning on I, six months. I've been waiting to do this during the Masters. Hello, friends. Totally. And no. Goodbye, friends. Yeah. I ended up, uh, gosh, what's on in mid April? I think I ended up with like early
0: season baseball games. Goodbye, friends. That yeah, was brutal. Won't be seeing you again <laughs> as the vast deference have been <laughs> severed. Me, me and a bag of corn. Hello, friends. That yeah, was weird. Frozen peas. Yeah, that too. Heat, by the way.
1: Yeah. Heat. It's not the heat. It's the humidity down there. Ice
0: first, then heat, for those of you out there. By the
1: way, you Mm -hmm. and I had a conversation about Jimmy Garoppolo's money. We got all up into someone else's money and what you think he's going to get paid. Um, The teams, the money, Ian Rappaport weighs in, and this is all off of Derek Carr going to the Saints. If you haven't heard that, the Lamar Jackson situation is due tomorrow. So we'll get into all of that coming up next. Plus, back to the Warriors and the weekend that was Wiseman. Um, all coming up. Your phone calls. Welcome at 888-957-9570. It is all sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech on Willard and Dips.
0: Now, back to Will and Dibby on 95.7 The Game.
1: We're going to get back to the dubs here in a few. And Jason Timp, who's awesome on the NBA, on the volume. Yep, Timp. T I M P F. Timp. He's going to join us at the top of the hour. And uh, he's a great, great conversation. It's all sponsored by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises.
0: Thought it was my turn for Fremont Bank. Go ahead. They'd, They'd love it if you did it twice. You nailed it. Yeah. They deserve it. Multiple Here you times. Want me, you want
1: me to mess it up so you can come in and save me?
0: No. You'd be Captain
1: Save-A-Fremont?
0: <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> Film on Mike. Just tell him to call. <laughs> yeah, he'll call. Just tell him <laughs> to call. He's around. Yeah. Right?
1: Anyway. Um... So uh so yeah Jason Tim's gonna join us here in a little bit we'll get back to the dubs but hey that conversation you and I were having about Jimmy's money a few weeks ago do you remember where like we I feel like we settled on some sort of a over under did we even have, have a bet I can't remember I can't either let's Catch call his goo. Name with Jimmy G yeah let's let's call goo and find out if there was a bet because uh, he remembers all the
0: bets and I wonder how he feels about his uh Warriors are gonna win the championship bet. With Matt Steinmetz. Well, um, it's, uh, I'm sure he feels terrible about it exactly
1: because, <laughs> because the they yo-yo lost effect. the most recent game.
0: And hey, I'm nervous. Uh,
1: actually, that's the dynamic I want to get into here in just a little bit. But you want to hear this first. Um, like, what do you think Jimmy's going to get? Open market. Well,
0: Derek got four, Derek Carr, who signed uh, with the Saints today, reported four years, 150 million with 100 million. Guaranteed. I'm talking about guaranteed. What is that? 37 and a half a year? Average annual value, 37 and a half a year. Uh And the more... I mean, I have to divorce myself from my feelings about Jimmy Garoppolo and inject the reality of what quarterbacks make and the fact that there's probably a number of teams, or at least a few teams, who might want Jimmy G. So I think we put the number at $25 a year, average annual value, and... I would say it's going to be over that.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean,
0: 30 might be a little bit more. I mean, the over-under of even 30 million, right?
1: (laughs) Jimmy, Ah. you know what, Spadone can answer this uh, because, you know, he's a Raider fan. And uh, I do hear the Raiders a lot when it comes to Garoppolo. Last night, I likened the idea of your team signing Jimmy Garoppolo to, like, you know, the way we recycle in our homes. Right, you Like, look at your bin at the end of a week or two. Is it one of those bins where you're like, I got to sit on this thing like my suitcase when I'm going to Hawaii to get this thing to close, but then in the very next breath, you're like, you know, we need to do a lot better with conservation <laughs> in this society. So in other words, we all think everybody should recycle and conserve, but not me. You're like, no, 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 but... but not my house i got three kids and all kinds of problems in no time
0: so and the uh, other one is sometimes you throw something in the garbage and you're like oh that'll get recycled down the line (laughs) totally so it's that thing where you're like i
1: know it's good but like not for me you know what i mean so that's jimmy garoppolo i feel like for a lot of fan bases like yeah it's weird how the 49er fan base was always just so mean to him I mean, he wins 70% of the time. Good, so, they don't. They lose when he's not there. Good, solid starter. I am pro Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, he's available. Do you want him for your? Do- oh no, 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 not no, ours. no, 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 not
0: our team. But I think for someone else, he'd yeah, be great. Absolutely. He, I mean, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo should make twenty-five to thirty million a year, and your team, fill in the blank, uh-huh. is going to offer him four years and one hundred and twenty million with eighty guaranteed. Don't do that. <laughs> That's a fireable offense.
1: Does anybody want that? Yeah,
0: Kyle. Does
2: does anybody want that? I'm not 100% sure, but let's say Jimmy exits for the AFC. Let's say he winds up with the Jets. We're just going to pick the Jets right now. Is Derek Carr now like the third best quarterback in the NFC? I mean, I don't even know
1: how the Jimmy conversation applies to that. He He might be already anyway. I mean, we did this like, I think the bigger question is, does Aaron Rodgers leave the NFC? If Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC, the conversation today probably starts with Jalen Hurts. And I don't know where it goes next. Who's number two? Dak? Your candidates would be Dak. Stafford. Stafford. Derek Cousins. Carr. Derek Carr. <laughs> I don't want, like, I'm not going to, I guess, I won't say Purdy yet. But last year in an eight game stretch, statistically, he was in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah that that's it there's your, that's it i and someone will go but jared goff had a great year all right fine throw that in there but no who kyler murray no Colt mccoy no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like he's he is definitely Derek carr is already a top five nfc quarterback for sure upon arrival
2: do you think that bumps up his market, though? Like, when it comes to Jimmy, like, if Jimmy goes to the AFC, is an AFC team paying him less because it's like, bro, well, we need to but, we need but, to add more pieces around
1: But an AFC team guaranteed Deshaun Watson $230 million, and he hasn't played football in two and a half years. So here's what Ian Rappaport uh, said about Garoppolo.
0: You know, the Raiders and Garoppolo make some sense. Uh, if the Jets don't get Rodgers, that makes some sense, too. Panthers also make, like, Garoppolo is in a really good spot. I think he's going to have several offers. The money will will be enough to where it's certainly more than respectable. But, like, he's a good, solid starter. Um, and for the Jets, like, if he's just, let's say he's the 16th best quarterback, 16th to 20th in the NFL. To me, that makes the Jets a playoff contender based on what they have around them. I don't disagree with that, by the way. Do you? No. I mean, the Jets were competent quarterback play away from Uh probably being a playoff team last year. They had everything but a competent quarterback. Yeah. No matter who they were. I mean, Mike White for a a game and a
1: half. Defense elite. Love Garrett Wilson. The rookie receiver came in and did some really nice things. I don't know about... Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Bryce, uh, the running back. Uh, Brees Hall. Brees, thank you. Brees Hall. I he's don't, coming back. Right. Toward ACL. We'll see if he's as dynamic. But, like, they were able to get some production out of the run game. Yeah. Yeah. They just needed Zach Wilson to not be their QB. Exactly. And then it was so... And you've
0: got the 49er ties with Robert Sala. That could be the spot. Could be. And, uh, you know, what Ian Rapport said in that cut from the Pat McAfee show, talking about the money... To where it won't be disrespectful money, it will be based on what Derek Carr got. And we've had the Derek Carr-Jimmy Garoppolo debate in terms of who you think is better. And if it's Derek Carr, fine, you can believe that. Jimmy Garoppolo certainly is one more. Is it a system situation with the Niners? We don't know. But let's just say that Jimmy is 10% worse than Derek Carr well, he's going to make about thirty-three million right. average annual value. I don't know if it'll be that, but I mean,
1: yeah, if I'm if I'm Jimmy's agent, you know, it, well, I'm not taking uh, less than thirty uh, AAV. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, uh, you, you walk in the room, you're like, I mean, are we two thirds of Derek Carr? Right. The answer is yes.
0: Well, and if, yeah. if Jimmy's going to get a three-year deal, which that feels to me like three or four years, and ultimately it's the guarantee that matters most. If you offer Jimmy three years and $100 million, and if you're the Jets, what kind of a deal do you offer him? I guess that would be determined based on whether or not you've given up on Zach Wilson completely or not.
1: Which it feels like they have. I mean, remember now, that's the New York fan base. I don't, I don't know how... How how do you come back and pitch that to them? How do you pitch it to your locker room? By all reports, he was a terrible locker room guy. That's a big part of it. So, uh, like right now, the quarterback salaries, Derek Carr, let's see. I'm trying to figure out, okay, base salary. Oh, these are all the, you know, kind of fancy ways of doing it. 12 highest paid quarter. But where does Derek Carr kind of slot in um, right now? Aaron Rodgers was an average annual 50.2. So Aaron Rodgers comes in at number one. Russell Wilson, number two. Kyler Murray, number three. Deshaun Watson, four. Isn't it amazing? We haven't got to Mahomes yet. There's Mahomes at number five. He's at 45 a year. Josh Allen's 43 a year. Stafford is 40. Dak is 40. There's Derek Carr, number nine, now on right. the list, and Jared Goff, At 33 and a half is top 10. So, yeah, if you're Jimmy, you got to walk in and be like, we're right behind that. So, or I mean, Jared Goff is number nine. Yeah, at 33 and a half. So, now granted, that was a contract that got signed off of the Super Bowl and all of that stuff with the Rams. But yeah, I think you're right. It's at least 25 and probably yeah,
0: 30. I think Jimmy. 30 is about the neighborhood where it's going to sit. And by the way, Rodgers makes uh, 59.465 guaranteed if he chooses to come back and play this year. So I think that Jimmy Garoppolo domino obviously falls after the Aaron Rodgers decision once you know he's emerged from darkness and he still hasn't decided what he wants to do. When Aaron Rodgers and the Packers agreed to move forward with their plans. I think at that point, we start to get some clarity on Jimmy G. And the other piece is uh, Jameis Winston is going to be a cap casualty now, most assuredly. They're not going to pay two quarterbacks at that level. So Jameis will be another quarterback who's out there. I'd rather have Jimmy G than Jameis Winston, but the market's going to get a little bit uh, richer with quarterbacks once he's uh, sent packing.
1: You want to know who makes an average annual of 30 right now in the NFL? Is it Kirk Cousins? No, Cousins makes 33. Okay, so he's right below golf. This will make you go, oh, well, if this guy's making 30, then Jimmy's definitely going to get 30. Who could you be talking he's about? number 12 right now, and he's probably on the move. I'll say that.
0: Making 30 million. Making 30
1: million a year. Can't
0: be a guy in his rookie deal. Nope. So uh, nope, nope. Yeah, I am. Uh, Jeez, who would that possibly Has ties be? to Kyle Shanahan. Oh, uh, Matt Ryan. Yep. Making 30? 30. That's it? So
1: if I'm Don he. <laughs> come on, man. Matt Ryan's got $30 million. He can't even play anymore. You're going to get rid of him.
0: I wonder if he can't even play anymore. I I
1: don't know. If that was an Indianapolis situation. I think he can still play. I don't think he can play the way he used
0: to. Well, I don't think you're going to give him three years to that point. Uh, Matt Ryan might have a year or two left. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo still... I mean, he's only thirty-one. Right? No, Matt's going to have to be cut. Matt Matt yeah. signed
1: a five-year, one hundred fifty million dollar contract um, just a couple of years ago.
0: And what do the Colts do? I mean, you got to cut him, right? I mean, you can't.
1: Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna dive into the. Uh, maybe they could get Carson Wentz back. I don't know. Yeah, We're try that again. Jacoby
0: Brissett, bring him back, <laughs> or both. Uh. Uh,
1: yeah, his number his is going to get up there, man, for sure. Okay. Uh, hey, who wants to win two tickets to see the Warriors play the Yamas on March 31st? That's also known as the San Antonio Spurs, by the way. All you got to do is download the Odyssey app or listen to all of these wonderful shows at 957thegame.com. The longer you listen the more chances you have to win. You get one entry for every hour that you listen. Every hour that you listen is essentially another chance to win. And you can do this up to eight times a day, up to eight entries per day. So, I don't know why you wouldn't. Download the Odyssey app. Listen on the Odyssey app. Stop waiting around. Get all of the content there. Tickets are courtesy of the Warriors. And as always, you can go to warriors.com to get your tickets, Warriors, Spurs, March thirty first. Listen on the Odyssey app and get your butt in the building.
0: Yeah, it'd be a fun one. Most likely, uh, see a Dubs victory, and that might be a game that they're going to need. And you look down the stretch. I know they've got San Antonio late. They've got. Uh, I think they, you know, is Portland their last Portland's one. Portland's the, the year? last one, yeah. But that's
1: on the road, right? Exactly. Yeah. You get
0: three of your final four on the road, including Denver, in uh, Sacramento, a team that might be playing for something. These last, uh, what is it, 17 games for the Warriors, they're all going to be compelling, Mark. Yeah, your last four home games, in theory, are games
1: where you should uh, you should win them all. Minnesota, New Orleans, San Antonio, and Oklahoma City right. are your last four home games. It's the stretch sort of that's starting later this week, leading up to all of this, that's going to be really interesting and is going to, I think, make or break the idea of whether or not the Warriors can be the five seed. Like that's why I think these two road games this week are so damn important um, because you lost the one yesterday. You're now playing, I, I really believe, I don't know this for sure, but I believe a jawless Memphis team on Thursday, an Oklahoma City team, you're better than this team. That These are both winnable games this week. And remember the homestand you return for next week. It's only two games. Guess who's coming? Giannis and KD. Oh, boy. Okay, it's Milwaukee and Phoenix. That's what the Warriors get starting this weekend. Saturday, Monday, quick homestand, and no guarantees. Even for one of the best home teams in the league, no guarantees on on those games with that kind of competition. Then you hit the road again, and it's a little bit of a mixed bag, but I really think after you get through those Milwaukee-Phoenix games, you start to get down to where you can use one hand to talk about the number of really high-level opponents left. The schedule's not that crazy after the Milwaukee-Phoenix two-game home trip later on this week and into the weekend. Um, I'm I'm looking at they got a road game at the Clippers. They got a road game at Memphis. They got a road game at Dallas. They've got a home game against Philly. Road Denver, road sack. But outside of that, you got Atlanta, you got Houston, yeah. you got Minnesota, New Orleans, San Antonio, City. Those Oklahoma games are at City, home, Minnesota, New Orleans. Orleans. Or otherwise,
0: otherwise, I'd feel differently. It's a workable
1: schedule. If for the they, most part. Yeah, if
0: they can navigate
1: these next four if it, two and two, right? I'm good. I think they're good, and I think they'll rock and roll to a top five seed.
0: Yeah, two and two certainly, and uh, you know the West is still so packed in. By the way, Sacramento is just a game back of Memphis now. Sacramento might climb up to the two here. That'd be wild. If Jaws out, and if Memphis continues to struggle, but the Warriors are just a game up on the Clippers for that eight. So that game to me, of all the games you just mentioned, the upcoming Oklahoma City. You should win that game on the road. I know there's no road guarantees for this team, but that's one. If you lose to Oklahoma City tomorrow, that, to me, is a real red flag because you've got everyone back except Andrew Wiggins. That's one you shouldn't go out and lose. Thursday in Memphis, that's a tough one, even without Ja Morant, and I'm assuming that Ja will be out. His coach said he's out indefinitely, indefinitely. Which tells me... He'll come
1: back in three days <laughs> no, when someone tags you with indefinitely.
0: Usually not. So for me, it's, you know, that felt like at least a week based on, you know, Ja and his Instagram well, and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: people forgot about the phrase when it was like, Jaw's going to be out, they said, quote, at least two games. And and everyone went, oh, Ja's going to miss two games. It's like, I think that's why Taylor Jenkins came in. And, and, and you know, t- t- corporations do this. You give a decision and then you wait for the reaction. Right. And then you go, okay, now we can right. Like we can sort of push further. And I think that there's been such an intense reaction to John ja Morant. Not even necessarily in a negative way, meaning, like, when the when the statement got released, I think a lot of people were like, okay, you're handling this correctly. It was apology. It was not a qualified apology. Yeah, it was a real
0: apology. I'm sorry
1: if you were triggered, right. thanks to Sean. No, it was just like, yo, this is getting off track. My bad. I'm sorry to everybody. and I'm going to go away for a little while. And everybody was like, applaud that. But then the next step was for us to all have a pretty big discussion about it. It's a pretty serious discussion. I don't hear anybody being like, Oh man! What's the big deal? Calling, coming down, Jaws Road. All that, yeah. No man, like you. It is you know how lucky John Moran is. Do you know how lucky he is? Do you know how often lives are on this kind of a road, and you don't get the chance to hit the brakes. Go away. And get a reset. And yeah. Let PR jump in and stop it before something really bad happens. Think
0: about Plexico Burris. Thank what do you. we know about Plexico Burris? He had a gun in a club and it, it went off inadvertently and he shot himself in the leg. And he's fortunate that that was all that happened. And you know, you, you think about other incidents where athletes have had guns and when guns are involved and. You know, when you show your weapon, when you brandish your weapon in this sort of situation, I'm not imagining that this is the first time that John ja Morant has flashed his gun. And when you flash your gun in any situation, you're inviting a certain level of gun violence into your life. Literally just within the last three to
1: four weeks. And, and details fuzzy on all. But just within the last four weeks, four different potential stories have come out about John Morant. And it's being in a car where lasers are being pointed at players from the opponent that you just played. Then there is the 17-year-old kid that you allegedly beat up in a pickup game. Then there's the threatening the mall security uh, just a handful of days ago. And now IG Live showing your pistol um, and, uh, and putting it out on social media, all of that in three to four weeks. You're right. There's zero chance that those are the only four things that would turn us off. There's all kinds of stuff we don't know about. And for him to get to a point where everybody hit the brakes, sounded the alarms and said, you've got to stop. Go. We're going to sit down. Right. And no one got killed. No one's been sent to jail. No one's even been arrested. I hope for his sake and for everyone around him that the number one emotion he's feeling today is gratitude that this happened before a tragedy because that's where it was going. And and I hope that if it is gratitude, it means that the tragedy that was no doubt about to happen won't happen at all. I hope that this wakes him up. Yeah, and everybody around him.
0: I, I hope so, too. He's such a fun player to watch. He's a bright star. And, you know, the NBA, I don't know if they were ready to turn over the keys to the entire billion dollar operation to him. But if we talked about young stars under the age of 25, he's on the Mount Rushmore of young NBA stars oh, no in terms doubt. of athleticism, charisma, marketability, and all the rest of it. You're the future of this organization and of this league and you're in line to get a massive first contract after your rookie deal 185 million i think is the number you threw out is
1: 193 right so he's eligible yeah.
0: for unbelievably yeah. obscene money so he sits down they're at la again tomorrow night they play the lakers coming off their collapse against the clippers last night home for golden state home for dallas and then at dallas so you wonder how many of these games he misses because when you look at it, Memphis is going to be in the playoffs. They're fine. But they kind of probably do want to fight for that two seed. Well, and they, they played well last year without him. So maybe they
1: can still uh, rack up some wins. I don't yeah. know. but uh, If but, you're yeah. Memphis,
0: though, you, you want to avoid slipping to three with the potentiality that, sure. you know, for one thing, if you slip to three and the Warriors are the six, that's a tough first-round matchup. If you're two, you look at the playing teams right now, Dallas, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Jazz, you'd be much more comfortable at two. And also, Absolutely. you would then avoid Denver in the second round. If you won your first-round series. Yeah,
1: I, listen, it's going to be fascinating to watch uh, which way this goes. But uh, Stephen A. said something real, real interesting about this last night, too. And I just think it's a place where our minds don't usually go. But, you know, everyone talks about that whole face of the league thing and, and if Ja was headed for that in another couple of years, especially if he could win a ring. If he wins a ring and and LeBron and Steph retire, like, is that a job for Ja here in uh, in a few weeks? or a few, I'm sorry, in a few years even if it is in a small market like Memphis, Tennessee, I think he'd be on the list. And Stephen A was like, listen, I don't think anybody really thinks about this, but it's 1,000% true. The NBA is a multi, multi-billion dollar organization. We're, we talk about the Grizzlies, forget the Grizzlies. The NBA, they're watching. Do you think they're not following the LeBrons, the Stephs, maybe not anymore, but they were early on. Do you think they're not following job? Do you think that they're not? Do you think they don't hire, I mean, FBI-level investigation to make sure they're, they're they're not turning those keys over to someone who can't drive? Right. And so I firmly believe this suspension was not just the Memphis Grizzlies because the Grizzlies are the most immature team in sports. This is the NBA. And I do love that they're calling it a leave. Oh, yeah, he's going to go away for a little while. The NBA is like, dude, we'll tell you when he can come back. I have every belief that that's what's going on right now. Because they've got to get to him before he drives right. this thing into the Yeah, He
0: didn't get suspended, right? I, there was reports well, that he got suspended. No, not not, not officially suspended. Words. Yes. I mean, did Dustin
1: Johnson That's, ever get suspended? I was suspended? just going to go there, Mark, yeah. because Dustin so, Johnson
0: missed time due to an injury. We'll never know, right? But I
1: believe the league is very
0: involved here. I'll just but say I that. don't. I was wondering if officially he got suspended. No, no he okay, because I saw reports no. that he was suspended for two games and. I don't believe that that was the case. Man, here, Jim, i here an update uh,
2: the latest on this via TMZ Sports. Uh, this is uh, a spokesperson for the Glendale Police Department in Colorado tells us they have launched a probe into the matter shortly after Morant went on Instagram Live from what appeared to be a strip club with a gun in his hand. So now the police are getting officially involved in this. Look,
1: I mean, here we go. John might miss a whole year.
0: Well, I, I don't
2: know what the Colorado uh, like end up in
0: jail. concealed weapon laws are. Jock could right? end up in jail. I guess now we have to... Mexico, uh, did. You brought that up. I yeah. mean, and I know that... That them, was New York. It, and it went off. They don't play with guns in New York. No, they don't. So and that's why I was thinking about Colorado yeah. and uh you know now I gotta I gotta Google the gun laws you in Colorado. It. You
1: gotta Google seriously. It. Yeah. Um, okay. It's all sponsored by In at the Tides. Book your getaway to Bodega Bay at the iconic In at the Tides Midweek Winter Special offers the lowest rates of the year, starting at just one ninety nine per night through March thirty first. Enjoy stunning views, refreshed rooms, and free breakfast. Book now. In at the tides.com from the Volume Sports Network, a fantastic NBA conversation. A lot of consonants, but we'll work through it. Jason Timpf is going to join us next on Willard and Debs. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?